Good morning. Welcome to Diane's Kitchen. No, it's not a cooking show. <laughs> this is a time where we sit down in the kitchen and talk to some very interesting people. Um, if you were to look at this person I'm interviewing this morning, the last thing you would think of is lady wrestler. Is that the term? Um, yeah, female wrestler. Female wrestler. Um, your name is Gabby. Mm -hmm. Is your name Gabby or is it short for something? Short for Gabrielle. Uta, very mm -hmm. nice. Thank you. Um, Gabrielle Skidmore. Mm -hmm. Spooner girl? Yes, born and raised in Spooner, Wisconsin. And went to school in? Cumberland for high school. Oh, okay. I transferred to Cumberland uh, my freshman year of high school. Willingly? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was very much my choice. Just for um, the academic and athletic programs were suited better for me and my brother. Oh, so your brother too? Yeah. Is he older or younger? He's one year older than me. And what is he doing now? Um, he's actually, he just applied for the nursing program. So he uh, has been a CNA and is now going into the nursing program. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Now, your mother is, <clears throat> it's not necessarily medical what she does, but her approach to what I call it the massage business mm -hmm. is more medical. It's mm -hmm. not just, you know, the music and the... Yeah, definitely. It's, she finds muscles mm -hmm. and she is brutal. Yeah. But... It works. Yeah. And suddenly you realize, oh, my gracious, I didn't realize I was so tight. Yeah, she's definitely a big part of the healing process and recovery process. Yes, healing and recovery, something that you don't normally think of when you think of massage. Yeah, exactly. And Sherry had an office in Rice Lake for years. Mm -hmm, yep, and she just sold it and now has um, her office in Spooner. So it's nice for her to stay closer to home. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you, everybody likes it that she is closer to oh, home. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, she is just absolutely magnificent. Oh, I'm glad. You started wrestling at what age? Uh, when I was four years old, my brother joined and my mom said, why don't you go along too? <laughs> so that's when I started. And you said, okay. Yeah, I was happy about it because everything that my brother had done, we had always done together. And so, like, even with Boy Scouts, I went along with him. And so we did pretty much everything together from a really young age. And so wrestling was just like, well, he was my wrestling partner. And my mom also wanted me to know a little self-defense, even as, like, at a very young age. So That is not a bad idea. Yeah. I think in New York you would be called Irish twins, <laughs> kids that are born close oh, okay. together. Yeah. You know, you're not twins, but you're close enough yeah. to do things together. Mm-hmm, Yeah. Did he keep up with the wrestling? Yeah, he wrestled all through high school, um, had a very successful high school career. And then when he got to college, he just pursued his nursing dream. Does he wrestle now or is that kind of, yeah, it was he, fun, but. He just does coaching now. Wonderful. So he like helps coach it um, like as kind of like in a, like a grad coach I guess just a graduated kid who comes in and helps out with the kids and oh that's a nice. practice partner and for Justin Peterson and Cumberland nice uh, yeah when you were four and just starting mm -hmm. and everybody's little kid yeah what advantage was it for you personally either physically or mentally or emotionally to 
wrestle? Um, I think it was definitely uh, mental confidence, just being able to um, get out there and do what everybody else did. Like what all the a lot of boys were in wrestling at a young age. There weren't very many girls in there. Um, more common for girls to be um, in the wrestling room, though, at that young age than as I got into high school. And so I think it was mental confidence just to be able to um, get to have that sport where you're, you know, you're good at it and you get to have fun with your friends. And it, I think it also helped me, like, become social with people and definitely get out of my shell because it's it's a very uh, social and physical sport. So Yeah, definitely a physical sport. Yeah. When did it go from just having fun to, wait a minute, this is serious? Um, I guess probably my after my freshman year of high school, um, I had some coaches go up to me and ask me if I wanted to wrestle with the Wisconsin women's national team. Wow, and in I, high school. Yeah, I didn't know that, the, that uh, there were national teams and that there were – these national tournaments just for women. And so it was like a whole nother world that I felt um, I really didn't know of yet. And so getting to start that after my freshman year was really cool and realized that there were colleges that could um, give scholarships. Wow. And, yeah. Whole new world opened up. Mm -hmm. Was there an advantage to starting at four or say you didn't start till you were like in fifth grade, sixth grade? Um, actually, a lot of girls don't start until later, even in high school. Um, I think that the advantage of starting at a younger age is definitely just having um, the mu muscle memory and getting used to the sport and having the experience of it. But at an older age, you definitely don't burn out as fast. I know that that's a big concern with some parents is just getting burned out when you do like wrestling year round as a young age, at a young age. Burning out. Mentally or physically? Um, definitely mentally. Uh, physically, I think that when um, the senior level athletes take breaks, mm -hmm. it's a lot more for mental recovery than physical recovery. I know that you get so busy and you can you can um, go for physical recovery for whether it is a massage or an ice bath or so much more. But the mental recovery of just having that time away from the mat is really important. So it's a balance. Why is this a mental thing? Just keeping your your yourself focused mm -hmm. on winning? Um, I think it's definitely having that refocus when you take a break, getting to kind of <sighs> take a seat back and like see how far you have come and kind of also get to regroup before, you know, more training cycles. Um, my coach now, we go in six-week training cycles, and right now is our break before we go into another six-week week training cycle. Uh -huh. So I think that um, mental recovery is really important for just taking time off and getting to um, just have that where you get to relax. You know, I think that's a good idea for everything in life. Mm -hmm, definitely. You keep pounding away at something, whether it's your job or, or whatever, mm -hmm. even a sport. You keep just a fun sport. Mm -hmm. After a while, I would think it loses its enjoyment. Definitely. Um, I think that like a lot of adults, when they take that break from work, that that recovery, yep. mental recovery is just kind of like regrouping and mm -hmm. it's very beneficial. Well, isn't that technically what the the day of rest is all mm -hmm. about in the Bible? Definitely. Yeah. I always have Sunday as my Sabbath day 
um, as much as I can during my wrestling season. So I try not to step on a mat or a treadmill if possible yeah. or um, any type of lifting weights or whatever on Sundays just so that I can get that mental recovery and right. spiritual recovery with it. And physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's a good thing. Considering who suggested it, it's a very good thing. Yes, very good. <laughs> okay, you are out of high school, mm-hmm. and what are you doing now? Um, I am going for my biology major at Augsburg University. Where's uh, Augsburg? It's in Minneapolis. And is that a Lutheran? Um, yeah, it's a uh, Lutheran college. Lutheran college. Mm-hmm. Why biology? Um, I always wanted to do something in the medical field. You really, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, brother and I. It really interested me, and I think that um, having such a physical sport as a background, like the human anatomy, just really amazed me. Like, so yeah. Oh right. So you must be good in math and science. Not so much math, actually. That is definitely a weakness of mine. But science, I am very interested in. So do you need math in biology? Yeah, you do. So that's one thing that I. Very humbled about while going for my biology degree, but mm-hmm. extra tutoring at Augsburg is provided, and that always helps. <laughs> so you are determined. Mm, I try to be. <laughs> Good for you. If your brother would have gone into truck driving, would mm. that be something that would be interesting to you? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> no, he... Uh, I mean, he wrestled, you wrestled. Yeah. He's going into medicine, you're going into medicine. You know what? It could have been a possibility. Well, lazy truck drivers, you know. (laughs) That's true, yeah. (laughs) You never know. Exactly. When you get, is it called in the ring or on the mat? On the mat, On the mat. I'm not familiar with wrestling. And you're 12, and things are going on in your body that Mm -hmm. you have no clue. You get to puberty, and... Mentally, physically, emotionally, it's like, what in the world is going on with me? Why am I bursting out in tears? Mm -hmm. Why am I lashing out at people? This isn't me. This isn't who I am. Yeah. And you've got the guys Mm -hmm. who are kind of beginning that same thing. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with that? Um, I think it was... How did you deal with that? Yeah, I think it was all a mental game. Um, I knew that... When I first uh, was at that age, I actually broke down in tears and thought, I won't be able to wrestle now. Like, Mm -hmm. this is going to be such a weakness. Everybody's getting so strong, and now I'm just going to be so emotional. (laughs) But um, (laughs) actually, it was, I think it was the first few months I didn't lose a match, and I thought, this doesn't have to define me. You know, just like hitting that puberty stage and getting over. And I was like, I guess that that's not going to be a hurdle. That can just be like my little mental advantage or something that I see as um, something that kind of makes me stronger from having to deal with, you know, a disadvantage of strength and just getting over that. Speaking of disadvantages and advantages, Mm -hmm. um, when you've got the, the age of 12, 13, Women at that age start to realize, well, I've got a little bit of power here. Mm-hmm. Do you take advantage of that when you wrestle the guy? Um, I'm a girl. <laughs> definitely not. No guys want to lose to a girl no matter you know right. who she is. So, oh right, it was definitely not. Uh, you know, oh she's just a girl. I'll just go easy on her. It was definitely a uh, passing of manhood, I guess. Yeah. 
people didn't go easy, but I appreciated that. I figured it made me stronger just to get that real feel and the real competition. So I never thought of that, that yeah. to a guy <laughs> lose to a girl. Yeah, exactly. It was never a humbling moment to <laughs> to get to lose to a girl would be <laughs> yeah. not very... No. No. <laughs> you lost to a girl. Exactly, yeah. Did you find that the puberty years, mm -hmm. boys had to rethink some of their holes? Um. I mean, this, this has got to be tough. Mm -hmm. I have two sons. And, you know, they go through... Girls are horrible and girls are germy and girls mm -hmm. are, but that one's not so bad. And to be uncomfortable with their bodies mm -hmm. and then to have to put their hands and their arms and their legs around. Yeah. It's, Did you find any of them kind of, I don't know if I should do that uh, one or not? Um, for me, I don't think um, in practice, um, probably... Like, the guys who knew me, especially on my high school team, mm -hmm. um, if they had already been in wrestling for a while and knew me, they were totally fine with it, and they were really used to it. They sure. knew that it was all business. Um, but the guys who were new to wrestling or were new to me, I guess, at first sometimes would be a little like, oh, gosh. Like, you could just kind of tell by their um, facial expressions. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and how did those go? Um, I think that, you know, once they get used to, like, well, she's just a person. A, a body. Yeah, it's just another body. It's just another person. You know, there's nothing special or different. Um, there's a lot of really uh, heroic people in wrestling who are, um, who have wrestled actually from Wisconsin who don't have limbs, and they're just another body, just another person. You know, they're used to the sport and wrestling in it. Um, not worrying about, like, am I going to hurt this person? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to touch this person in a place that, exactly, you know, yeah. I'm not supposed to? Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. Not being a fan of wrestling, I know nothing about it. Okay. <laughs> How does, okay, what do you call them? Meet? Match? A match, yeah. A match. So how long is a match uh, approximately? Because it goes till somebody is... Pinned, mm -hmm. that means they can't yeah. get up. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so for high school, for freestyle, uh, or college, I mean, for freestyle, what I do, it's two three-minute periods. But for normal high school, what everybody does, it is uh, three two-minute periods. So, so they actually time you to two minutes. Mm -hmm. And at the end of two minutes, if you're still rolling around the floor and nobody is down, what is that called? Um, it's what, it's like, Scoring points, so you can score points through, like, takedowns or reversals or exposure points. Um, and whoever has the most points at the end of the period, um, once it gets to the third period, that's the person who wins. But if it's still, like, a tie in folk style, they do um, overtime and whoever gets the first takedown. How many styles are there? There's uh, two Olympic styles, freestyle and Greco, and then there's one, like, U.S. style, which is folk style. Because the United States is the only country that does folk style. Why? I'm not sure. I don't know. And how does folk style um, differentiate? You say you go like overtime? Mm-hmm. And so in freestyle and Greco, it is based on criteria, which means whoever scored the last point or whoever uh, had the last takedown 
would be the winner for instead of like an overtime match. So if there is a tie. Okay. So I've had two ties um, where it's tied four to four and the last person who got a takedown would be the winner. That's really interesting. I didn't realize this is a point accumulation. Yeah. I thought it's a flip, 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 plop. No. I got you. I win. Yeah. So how many points can you accumulate in a match? So in freestyle, it's called a tech fall. Or it's called tech fall in freestyle or folk style. Um, in freestyle, it goes up to 10 points. Um, when you have a 10-point advantage over another person, you win automatically. Oh, um, in folk style, it is a 15 points. So when whoever it is, the, the coach, the judge, mm -hmm. they're always on the whistle. Mm -hmm. That means somebody got a point or that means break it up? Um, when they blow the whistle, that's usually when they want you to break it up. Um, they will score the points continuously without stopping the match, though. And is that why some of these matches go all day um, yeah, so some of the tournaments become really, really long because some of the matches just, they do go uh, the full, eight, uh, full six minutes. And after a lot of matches going the full six minutes, it does take a long time. Oh, wow. And then at the end of that day, all the points are accumulated? Uh, so if you beat a person, like for a tournament? Yeah. So if you beat, um, if you beat someone and then you go on to your next match, it's just like a bracket would look for basketball sure. tournaments. Sure. Mm -hmm. So the better you do, the longer you stay. Um, technically, usually um, if you win some, lose some, you're in the tournament longer because then you have to wrestle more matches to place. But if you wow. continue winning, it's usually only about five matches until you get to the championships. Wow. Okay, so what do you physically have mm -hmm. to do to stay in shape. So I have a strength coach at Augsburg, and he helps me out like two to three times a week. Um, I go into him, and we just go through different lifts. Um, sometimes he'll help after practice with stretching, um, stuff like that. What's a lift? Uh, so just like working out, uh, lifting weights, and just getting like, um, I guess just getting stronger in the weight room. When you came this morning, mm -hmm. And I shook your hand. Mm -hmm. I was mentally prepared oh. for a bone crusher. <laughs> yeah. And yet you have a very feminine handshake. Yeah. Well, I like to say there's always a time and place for everything. Wow. Are you ever bright? <laughs> How old are you? 18. And you're this intelligent <laughs> this early in life? Thank you. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you. How long can you see this, I don't know if you want to call it a profession or mm. this love how long can you wrestle? I mean, do they have a senior, like 60, 70, 80-year-old? <laughs> they actually do have. So for seniors um, in the wrestling community, they usually range up to, for the women's community, they usually range from like um, after college level until about 30 or 32. So at 32, yeah, you're washed up. Um, I don't know if I'll go that long. Um, for competing, um, I would definitely love to stay in the like wrestling community, whether that's coaching or sure. just being there on the side with some teams uh -huh. um, or at like an RTC, which is a registered training center, um, just for a few more years after that. But I think that after my college career, I'm not sure how long I'll go. Uh -huh. I guess we will definitely see, though. 
Is it going to be a four-year college, five-year college? Uh, four-year. Oh, four. Mm -hmm. Good. Four years of normal college, and then um, to be a physician's assistant, I've ha I'd have about two more years. So that's the goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you and your brother and your mother can open your own clinic. What's your dad I do? I guess so. Um, he works at the post office. <laughs> yeah, so it's a bit of he a different change. He can handle the fan mail. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> wow. Um. <laughs> If you were given your choice as a coach mm -hmm. to coach any age, mm -hmm. which age would you pick? Um, that's hard to say right as of right now only because um, I still have so much more to learn. And I'm so humbled every time I get on the mat with any senior level athlete or um, other college girls. It's just I feel like there's so much more out there. And so personally feeling that confidence um, – I would love to be around uh, high school or college athletes, but just to be on that level mm -hmm. of um, like how mentally strong and educated those coaches are yeah. to coach that level, um, I think that I might stick around with a younger age group as of right now. <laughs> but high school or junior high? Mm -hmm. You're not talking about a room full of four-year-olds. Oh, um, I think that um, I think that high school. Yeah, high school or junior high would be a good age to coach just because that's when kids do start getting serious, I guess, a little right. bit more about um, wanting to actually progress in the sport. Mm -hmm. um, it would be very fun to be around four-year-olds wrestling, though. That would be so cute. Now, Spooner mm -hmm. has something about wrestling mm -hmm. in Spooner. Every little kid, mm -hmm. it seems like, in Spooner wrestles. Yeah. How do you know, how do kids know how do the parents know or the teach coaches, teachers, when this is not their sport? Um, I know that my dad asked me every year, even into high school, at the end of the season or at the beginning of the season, do you want to do this next year? Like, oh, you don't have to do it. This wow, is fully your choice. That's wonderful. Yeah, it was very nice to have that um, feeling of confidence that this is completely my choice. And that's how I knew that it was definitely my sport because it was my own choice. Um, that is, I mean, that's very mm -hmm. insightful. Yeah. It's hard to see little kids when parents get really over-involved. Oh, yeah. It's definitely uh, oh, yeah. sad in my opinion just mm -hmm. because uh, I love the support of parents mm -hmm. and how passionate they get about the sport, but it's definitely the kid's choice first of all. I agree, and you have to wonder how many kids stay in sport mm -hmm. any sport yeah because well I don't want to disappoint my dad exactly. or my mom gets there and she yells and screams and embarrasses me yeah but and then you wonder how many times are these kids discouraged yeah because they're embarrassed because their parents are making fools of themselves mm -hmm. on the sidelines yeah it's like, I'm not doing this again exactly yeah it's definitely um it can definitely be something that doesn't attract a kid when their parent gets too over involved yeah I agree. but I think that um is such a sensitive role just because, you know, it's definitely uh, crossing the line versus not crossing the line on how mm -hmm. involved you get. Mm -hmm. But some parents are so um, so passionate about it, getting their kids to the right clubs and getting that extra attention mm -hmm. when they know that their kid wants to have yeah. that extra attention yeah. and time for it. Is this a good thing if you have maybe an aggressive child? Of course, today, what child isn't aggressive? Yeah. I, it gets out that, mm -hmm. uh, it takes that aggression and turns it into uh, what? I think that it can definitely be used as 
um, an alternative to there you go. kids um, being aggressive, whether it's even towards siblings or just oh, other sure. kids. Um, I know that it's kind of like a way to relieve that sure. um, extra energy. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's definitely a great way to, you know, allow kids to let that energy out because if that is um, kind of a personality trait of a kid to, you know, right. be, be aggressive. aggressive, that it's a good way to channel that. I know that a lot of um, the senior women athletes who used to get in fights in, when they were younger um, I read some of their books and they said that they got into wrestling because they used to fight so much when they were younger and sure. it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't a good alternative or it was a good alternative sure. to just be able to let that out. To be physical in a good way, mm-hmm. in a controlled way. Yeah. And there's a time and place for it. And on the mat is definitely a good place. So 10 years from now, there you are, physician's assistant, mm-hmm. married, three children. Mm-hmm. Uh, boys or girls are up to you. Would you be the one to bring up wrestling? Or would you wait till they came home from school and says, I have a note here that says I can start wrestling? Mm-hmm. I would definitely introduce my kids to wrestling um, along with a bunch of other sports and kind of let them pick whatever whatever is... Um, Good idea. Um, whatever they favor. Mm-hmm. I would never push the sport on them just because it is such a mandali- or mentally demanding sport. Right, right. And just because you did it, it doesn't mean everybody's got to do it. Exactly. Well, mom wrestles. My mom showed horses, and she played basketball. And um, one of the other girls on my team, her dad traveled with the U.S. team playing volleyball, and she is horrible at volleyball. But he never (laughs) wrestled, and she's a wrestler. And that's one of my favorite stories is just how different everybody is, no matter what their parents did. I agree. And to accept somebody else's choices mm-hmm, yeah. and don't, you know, kind of push, you know, I wrestled mm-hmm. when I was in, uh, let it go. Yeah. Yep. Anything else you'd like to share with us? Um, I guess I'm just thankful for the opportunity to get to talk to you and to be here Good. today. I think it's funny how God aligns certain things. Oh, he, he aligns everything. Yeah. You just have to, this is the way, walk you mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, how wonderful. Well, Gabby, Thank you. You're headed back to school when? Um, on Sunday night. I will be back <laughs> to school on Monday. Hopefully. Yeah. With all that snow oh, yeah, maybe coming and maybe not. Woo. Well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> and then what do you do during the summer? Uh, during the summer, I lived with my coach in River Falls, Kevin Black. And so I trained year long with him. Oh, um, good. Or, yeah. So for the past, it was about five or six months I lived with him. So I moved out of my parents' house early. Mm-hmm. Um, and then took off school early and lived with him and trained with him. I don't know how this summer it will go, but I'll definitely still be training. Good for you. When, Thank you. How do we track your progress? Where do we see you? When will you be on TV? <laughs> Netflix. I'm not sure yet. Special. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. Gabby Skidmore. <laughs> Lady wrestling. I've got a ways to go before that happens. <laughs> Before I let you go, when somebody introduces you mm-hmm. and says, this is my friend Gabby, she's a female wrestler, mm-hmm. what's the reaction? Do people go, yeah, right? Um, they kind of just smile and you can see that they think they heard it <laughs> wrong at first, but which I would do too. Well, I mean, how many lady wrestlers does anybody run into? Exactly. It's not very common, um, but it is the fastest growing sport in the U.S. right now. So, Really? Why? Um, it's just 
the opportunities that it's providing yeah. girls and, you know, the, with travel and with um, coaching and having that good alternative to mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's just something that a lot of girls are getting more into. Well, how wonderful. I think it would be great if this earth is still standing and spinning when you're 80 years old and you've got your grandchildren gathered around <laughs> you and somebody bring. did you know that grandma once was a lady rest? <laughs> no, not grandma. <laughs> Who would do that? Of course, by then you might have a whole family of wrestlers. That's true. I guess we'll see. Yeah. But they might be gymnasts too. You never know. They could be whatever they want to be. Exactly. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me on. Next week, make sure you stay tuned. We have someone who sews everything up. So... Until next week, this is Diane from Diane's Kitchen. Keep it cooking.